Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Shola Adil. Welcome to episode 6 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'm sharing fundamental principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find a spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. I want to share this prayer with you before we start, please, and please make this a daily prayer. And this prayer can be found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. It says, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints father in the name of jesus i ask lord today as we go into your word that you open the eyes of our understanding in the name of jesus christ to see to see what is the hope of our calling and what the riches of the glory of our inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of your power to us world who believe according to the working of your mighty power which you wrought in christ when you raised him up from the dead lord i ask that you speak directly through my vocal cords into the hearts of your people today and cause light to shine in their hearts today and cause them to catch a revelation to receive a revelation of your word that will cause them to be strengthened and to arise like the man like the man who um, laid on the bed uh, beside the pool and receive their miracles and blessings in the name of jesus christ father i thank you lord for this in jesus name amen um last week we shared on three levels of unbelief um uh, that could um, ex- potentially exist uh in the life of a believer uh, the first one being a uh, result uh, as a result of an ignorance of the provisions or the revelations of god and we cited an example uh that's prophet elisha when the servant says alas my master what shall we do when they were surrounded by several soldiers because he had no knowledge of the angelic protection from god then the second level of unbelief we said that came from wrong doctrine wrong teaching that will paralyze the believer from being able to believe god uh for his blessings and the third level of unbelief is you have this revelation but you are unable to practicalize it to walk in it uh simply because of the overwhelming um evidence of sense knowledge and this we said can only be battled through prayer and fasting and a continuous exposure to god's word and then we stopped at the story of the centurion's uh, servant and um, we're going to continue from there today we're going to be looking at two examples uh, two examples of strong faith and no unbelief and these are very powerful examples if you 
understand these examples and you are able to read them over and over again and see what exactly will happen there then your days in the wilderness shall be shortened to just a few days or weeks in the name of jesus christ now turn with me to matthew chapter 8 and we'll start reading from verse 6 and saying lord my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy this was the uh, centurion's uh, servant and jesus saith unto him i will come and heal him the centurions answered and said lord i am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed for i am a man under authority having soldiers under me and i say to this man go and he goeth and to another come and he cometh and to my servant do this and he doeth it when jesus heard it he marveled and said to them that followed verily i say unto you i have not found so great faith no not in israel now let's look at this very closely again now one thing you need to realize is that jesus worked so many miracles in the gospel and you could not pinpoint and say this is one particular way in which jesus wanted every miracle worked uh and say that well maybe if he laid hands on this one um if he laid hands on this one then he meant that he was going to lay hands on everybody or you know people received miracles at different levels using different channels uh the woman with the issue of blood hands were not laid on her she went to touch the hem of jesus's garment so that was another method by which she got healed but so everybody had a method by which they received their miracles of healing uh from jesus christ but there was something very unique about this one now most times when people came to jesus and said look i have a problem help me and solve this problem jesus always dictated the method with which he will use i mean some guy came he was blind jesus did not just say go your faith has healed you jesus took him all the way to out of the town center um into the outskirts of the town to work a miracle and he even had to work it with two touches the first touch he even asked the guy that so what can you see now the guy said i see men walking as trees then he put the second touch again and then and he was also unique he was mixing his saliva with uh, with soil from the ground i mean which I'd, I'd never heard of before that time in the gospels so you see you couldn't pinpoint and say that jesus was going to do things in one just one particular way for everybody but there was one thing that characterized his methods which was that he required faith from people he required faith from the people who came to him he wanted uh an exercise and a demonstration of faith in the hearts of the people who came to him to request for help now in this case this man came like everyone else and jesus said to him i will come and heal him so jesus was quite happy uh to come on uh to heal him but then there came a twist here and what was the twist the twist was that the centurion answered and said lord i am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed so for the first time i can see in the gospels here there was a man who 
overruled the recommended method of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I will come and heal him. I mean, this was a standard, almost like a standard response from Jesus Christ. But the centurion now said, I don't want this standard response. Um, I don't think this standard response is necessary because there is something that I know that is going to work. And it was from a higher knowledge. He said, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. So, I mean, this was terrific. And he explained the reason why he had so much conviction. I mean, a whole Jesus Christ says that I am coming to your house. I mean, you'll be jumping up and down that ah, at last Jesus is coming. I mean, you see what happened in the case of Lazarus that y- you could tell that these guys were upset when Jesus Christ arrived there four days late. And now this is a guy now saying, look, don't even come to my house but speak the word only so i mean if you look at it he said speak the word only and my servant shall be healed now i want you to consider this scenario imagine if you met jesus on the road and said jesus for i am now 39 years old i am now 39 years old and i don't have a husband And Jesus Christ said, I am coming to your house to pray a special prayer for you. Now, imagine a whole Jesus, not your bishop, not your general overseer, not your pastor, not your deacon. Says Jesus himself said, I am coming to your house to pray a special prayer for you. And then you now say to Jesus that Jesus, don't come. But speak the word only, and my case is sorted. And don't also forget that Jesus did not have a mobile phone. Jesus did not have um, an MTN number. So it meant that that was the last, it could be the last chance that you had to see Jesus. Because Jesus was traveling by road, he was traveling on foot, and there was nobody who could have told you how to locate Jesus in four days' time. So this was the best opportunity that you had for Jesus to come and touch your case. But you are now saying to Jesus that speak the word only, don't come to my house and my servant shall be healed you are saying speak the word only don't come to my house and i know i have a husband or i know i have a wife and what did jesus say say to this jesus said uh in uh, verse 10 he said he marveled and said to them that followed verily i say unto you i have not found so great faith no not in israel did you see that so this time now it went beyond the level of jesus helping somebody it got to the level of jesus commending the faith and said i have never seen a great faith like this in israel because the man was saying that look i don't need a touch just speak the word only and my servant shall be healed you guys you need to cultivate the habit of speaking the word only speak the word only the problem is that we've been speaking other things with the word so the word has not been working speak the word only and my case is sorted so that's the lesson from this one 
speak the word only don't speak twitter plus it don't speak facebook plus it don't speak your family your family's discouragement plus it when you are in a terrible situation speak the word only and your case is fully sorted no don't speak the i mean many guys you, you speak the word for three minutes after this uh, broadcast then you run into those your unbelieving talking friends then they bring you back 40 steps so you speak the word you speak unbelief you speak negativity then you come back and speak the word that is why you don't have a result this man said speak the word only and jesus said i have not found so great faith in israel so if you want your faith to be great and to walk the way jesus will commend it speak the word only see you after the break so super excited to bring this news to you breaking soul ties now comes to lagos nigeria on the 16th of may 2015 register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now let's continue with these um, scriptures and um, in Matthew chapter 8. So in verse 10, in fact, there are two things I want to show you from this uh, passage. Very powerful things. The first thing was that the man explained the basis of his assertion to Jesus Christ. And we're going to learn a lot from this. He said to, he said to Jesus, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. The man was a Gentile. Okay, let's move that off. And then he said, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. Now, verse 9 contains the secret behind his overwhelming conviction that all jesus needed to do was to speak the word only now the man explained two things he said i am a man under authority the first question i want to ask you are you under authority now when i say are you under authority i'm not saying that are you just shifting tables and chairs alone in church i'm saying that are you under the authority of the word of god in that situation so because if you want to be in a position 
where you can speak the word only and Jesus will clap his hands for your faith, you need to come under the authority of God in that situation. How do you come under the authority of God in a situation? You come under the authority of God by looking at what the word of God says about that situation and meditating on it and accepting it and believing it in your heart that God, this is your word to me and I accept this word as final authority in this situation. That is what it means to be under authority. So it means that in this situation, I am under the authority of God because I have embraced the word of God concerning this situation and I have not embraced the word of twitter the word of the consensus of facebook the word of the confederacy of my family but i have embraced what the word of god says concerning this situation i mean some months ago ebola came into nigeria and i saw a guy he wrote on twitter he said all oh that everybody should go and write their wills that we're all gonna die and i and i came on twitter and i shared that scripture i said do not agree to the confederacy of twitter that everybody's gonna die we shall not die but live and declare the works of the lord and i cursed ebola publicly on twitter and wrote out those tweets and guess what how many people died the man the, even the guy who said he was gonna die and everybody on twitter will die is still alive today do you you understand what i'm saying so now as soon as he said that some very ignorant christians who don't have any appreciation for the things of god began to retweet that nonsense to their followers that everybody's gonna die shut up come on Come under the authority of the word of God. Speak the word only. The word did not say that we are all going to die. The word said that we shall not die but live to declare the works of the Lord. Speak the word only only look at your life today you are speaking the word plus other things because you have not brought yourself under the authority of the word of god so by christians who retweeted that nonsense that the guy wrote have were not under the authority of the word of god but brought themselves under a satanic authority that predicted destruction over their lives so you 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 are you are hearing things where they are saying that if you are 35 it is unlikely that you will marry that is the authority of satan and you are bringing yourself under the authority of satan which is the reason why your faith is not working so you need to bring yourself under the authority of the word of god so when you are a man or a woman under the authority of the word of god you will now say to your situation behave like this and it will respond to you so i've taught you one lesson now authority bring yourself under the authority of the word of god remove yourself from the authority of satan operating through the consensus that you hear on facebook on twitter your family your friends your work people bring yourself away from that authority and put yourself under the authority of the word of god now the second thing i want to show you here is in verse 13 and Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way as thou hast believed, 
so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. I want to say to you that this is not a gamble. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is not a gamble. This is certainty. This is surety. The guy was sure of what he was talking about. So what I'm sharing with you today is not a gamble because it it will look like a gamble that Jesus said I will come to your house and then you said he should not come. What if the servant was not healed? It was not a gamble. The guy was sure. He was completely sure of what he was talking about. And this is what's going to happen. You need to come under the authority of God's word. And then you need to speak the word of God. He says, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. When you are operating at this level, you are not operating spiritual lottery. You know, when you say things like, I will attend that program today. Maybe God will do it this time. That is not faith. That is total ignorance and unbelief. And I hear that a lot from Christians. You don't say that. Maybe God will do it. If the centurion came with the mentality that maybe Jesus will heal the servant, that servant will die. Do you understand? He said, speak the word only and my servant shall be healed so speak the word only and your spouse will come you do you understand that this is not a gamble twitter calls it a gamble we call it faith we call it faith that is pleasing unto god this is the way your life will be pleasing unto god when you walk by faith and put yourself under the authority of god's word and you believe that the word of god coming out of your mouth will sort out your situation now let's go to the next um example um of in fact we'll press for time now i'll skip one example of strong faith and move on to another example of strong faith but an uh, unbeliever was trying to creep in let's go to mark 5 22 to 24 and behold there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue jarius by name and when he saw him he fell at his feet and besought him greatly saying my little daughter lieth at the point of death i pray thee come and lay thy hands on her see this is another level this guy actually invited jesus that she may be healed and she shall live and Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. Now, let's skip over to verse 35, because some things happen between verse 25 and 34. While he yet spake, so you see there is a delay. There was a delay in Jesus arriving at the guy's house. Now, this girl is dying. Jesus was coming towards the house. Then Jesus was stopped by other people who wanted miracles. So you can imagine the apprehension in the heart of the man. You know, inside him will say, look, Jesus, just do quick, do quick, do quick before something happens to my daughter. And the Bible says that while he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house, Satan, which said, thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid only believe ah, cha, 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 cha. now the man had requested for the help of jesus christ now you have prayed you have requested for the help of jesus christ now the news came 
that those two men that were shadowing you that you you know you had some hope that they will come to you the news came that they are now engaged to some other people and then you just sank back and just thought that that prayer was useless as soon as the news came to you and came to that man imagine yourself in that man's situation jesus said be not afraid only believe now why did jesus say this to him jesus said it to him because if the guy entertained fear and no longer believed it will paralyze the power of god from being able to walk on that girl's behalf some people said that the power of jesus was absolute no i I don't think so and i'll tell you why if it did not matter to jesus jesus would never have told the guy fear not only believe it mattered to jesus so it matters to god when those news come and you now begin to fear and begin to say things that are wrong out of your lips so the jesus needed to stop that man from uttering the kind of words that you utter when you hear those bad news about hollywood stars on twitter he says be not afraid only believe only believe meant that he should not destroy his faith that is in the word of god and the bible says he suffered no man to follow him so it means that at that point you need to shut out the destructive voices of social media and not let it destroy your faith he says fear not be not afraid only believe and from that point jesus became selective about his association he said he did not allow any man to follow him save for peter james and john and he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue he seared the tumult that they were weeping and wailing greatly weeping and wailing greatly and the bible says that when he was coming he saith unto them why make you this ado and weep so jesus was looking at them that you i mean you guys don't have a clue what i have come in here to do and the and he said to them the damsel is not dead and the bible says they laughed him to scorn so how many times have they laughed you to scorn you said you have believed god for your spouse twitter is laughing you to scorn the other day i tweeted something i said i 45 that a lady that i know that is uh, 45 years of age uh is gonna get married the twitter began to scorn me they began to write all kinds of rubbish but let me tell you something if you allow the scorning of people to destroy your confessions and to destroy your resolve then it is going to be your loss jesus drove them out of the place what did he do he drove them out of the place and the bible says he took the father and the mother and peter james and john five people that were with him into the place where the damsel was he took five people who agreed with his faith into the center of the battle don't take twitter into your battle don't take facebook into your battle take only people who agree with your faith who will not destroy your faith it matters who you carry to your battle you cannot say that you have the faith of god and that someone was saying that uh, god has dealt with us a measure of faith so nobody it's a lie you have to carry only the people that matter to your battle into the center of your battle Jesus, a whole Jesus Christ, son of God, dripping with faith and authority, 
had to put out negative people out of the place and took Peter, James, John, and only and the two parents, the five people who could only believe with him for the miracle to happen into the center of the battle and guess what the bible says he took the damsel by hand said to her talitha kumi which has been interpreted um damsel i say unto thee arise and straightway the damsel arose and walked for she was of age of 12 years and they were astonished with a great astonishment so the people of the world the people of social media will be astonished with a great astonishment when you put out unbelieving people and unbelieving voices out of the center of your battle and walk into your battle with people who are in agreement with your faith and will not withdrawing your confessions because bad news came but holding on to the confessions of your faith doggedly in, even in the face of apparent defeat the bible says that they will be astonished with great astonishment it does not matter whether you are 32 31 35 39 42 you will marry in the name of jesus christ you will marry a god-fearing man in the name of jesus christ agree with me we're going into that battle and i see you at the other end with your spouse with your husband with your wife in the name of jesus christ amen Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sholadio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord. <laughs>